Oh man, what a week it has been. But first, a word from our sponsor. Well, in this last few minutes of the day, I guess I'll just go ahead and cover a little something. Not completely sure specifically where to start. My YouTube channel's been blowing up, which I think is weird. Like I like yesterday I had like, I don't know, 170 something subscribers and now it's up to 180 something subscribers. And on one hand, I'm surprised about it. But on the other hand, since like over half of the Internet is a bust of spammers and people who like to curse you out in foreign languages and robots who is trying to always sell you something with half cocked hyperlinks, I'm not even that excited about subscribers anymore. But like, it is weird that I'm actually getting this this crazy um thing about it. So, it, it, I mean, it's dope, but at the same time, I'm not really surprised. Uh, I've been learning a little bit about the federal, gov the federal, not the federal government, but like, the, I forgot what it was called, the Federal Reserve. And um, it's like, at the end of the day, it's just a really, really, really long list of complicated ways of simply saying, these old people control your money. That's it. You know, the correct code is like, monetary policy which is basically a whole bunch of random laws that deal with money but at the end of the day it's just old rich people control money and right now they're doing the whole insider trading thing which is i just find a little bit complicated so it's like you're looking into that as well as looking into like you know the more you really learn about like the more comp the more you look into like a lot of complicated stuff the more simple it seems. And I just think that that's the weirdest thing. So, uh, yeah, Federal Reserve is a little bit easier to understand now. But, like, you can actually just go on a website. It's, like, literally, like, right there. And it tells you there's, like, a literal what is the Fed tab. You just click that and just read and take notes, which is kind of what I've been doing with a lot of stuff I've been learning lately. And I really do need to, like, get back on my learning kick because now I have the time. Uh, shoot. What else is there? What else is there? What else is there? There's a lot of weird stuff that's been going on lately. Um, I'm still sort of trying to get the hang of DC. I'm 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 anthilling um, a lot of like stuff from like the older comics, like the Justice Society of America. Like I did not know that the original Red Tornado was just a lady with a bucket on her head who was just really strong. Like as long as I've been alive, I was convinced that the Red Tornado was that red robot dude who looked like a red version of martian manhunter but it turns out it's my uncle and like i was looking into that and you know it's like what has she been up to since you know since the jsa and the crisis on infinite earth and everything and it turns out her kids grew up they got old you know they sort of tried to get rid the, the teen titans arrested or something but not really I don't know, multiverse stupidity or whatever. Now, speaking of multiverses in DC, I want to just go ahead and just find out specifically why people are being more mad at, um, you know, Super Sun, as I like to call him. Why are they getting more mad at him than Hawkman? 
Let me explain a little something about Hawkman. There's nothing to explain about Hawkman because just when you think you actually know about Hawkman, everything just gets a lot more complicated with Hawkman. Is he a space guy? Is he a dude from space? Is he an archaeologist? Is he a dude from Egypt? We don't know. But and I mean, like the whole thing about Hawkman is that it gets even more complicated because it's like it is like is he a dude from space who came to Earth to learn about how the police works, or is he supposed to be policing Earth? sent from space or is he an archaeologist who just came across a space thing and got possessed by a spirit or is he a dude who just happens to die and come back to life every so often we don't know anything about hawkman because the more you think you know about him the more complicated he becomes and that's only because of the fact that i can only assume that like four or five different writers had wrote about hawkman at once and they just said you know what let's just make it all work everything works for hawkman we don't even know about Hawkman. Hawkman, in my opinion, I don't even think Hawkman even has a power. I think Hawkman is connected to the technology, Nth Metal, from you know Thanagar, and it's just like, you know what? That's his power now. He can fly because he has Nth Metal. What does Nth Metal do? Well, we're not going to find out about that for another about 40, 50, 60, 70 years. But until then, let's have fun with it. 90 years. Now, Nth Metal has become this whole thing on its own, and I don't know, man. Like, more people should be more upset than Hawkman than about, you know, you know, Superman's son being bisexual because of the fact that if you actually read comics, stuff like that would be a bigger deal. It's just it's obnoxious and annoying that, like, how stupid, like, some of these low-tier fans are. It's just ridiculous. Speaking of low-tier fans and DC and being mad about things, who is Batman? Like just 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 look back at that for a second. Who is Batman? As I've asked before multiple times already, is it is it Jace Fox? Is it is is it Bruce Wayne? Is it Thomas Wayne? Is it that metallic dude from Earth twenty four twenty five whatever? Is is it? I mean, who is it? Who is it? Because of the fact that we have like all of these people, like we have all of these comics dedicated to Batman, and there's like five different people playing Batman at the same time. I can't even be sure if Jace Fox is Batman because of the fact that the the future state thing technically is considered a possible future. So it's like, what? All these stupid possible futures. I can't stand them. I understand creative outlets. I really do. I can't help but respect the idea of people being creative when it comes to like having multiple things. But the fact of the matter is, is that like at some point there's got to be at least one canon. It's like if I ask, if I have to ask you, where do I start from? And you give me a summary and say, yo, you got to start on chapter 401, but not really chapter 401. You have to start on chapter 201 and then skip over to 401 and then go back to 301 once you get past 405. After all this stuff, it's just annoying and complicated. You go to anime and manga, you, 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 you ask anybody, hey, where do I start with this manga? They'll tell you straight up, chapter one. Chapter one, because it's simple. It's not. It's it's not complicated, and people. It's like everybody just want to be mad about the stupidest things, but nobody actually wants to sit back and say, you know what? The simple thing is that all you gotta do is just start from chapter one and just go forward. It's so dumb, and people are too busy being mad about sexuality and stuff like that. And why? Why are people mad about sexuality? What, what what is going like it's 2021 you know what i'm saying earlier like in the beginning of the year a whole bunch of racists tried to basically take over 
Congress by attacking a Capitol building during election day, right? Like literally, like literally a day, if not hours after Osar from Warnock won Georgia. Like 2021 has been a crazy year while we're in the middle of a pandemic, an economic recession, and just a whole bunch of crazy stuff that has happened. And you people are still mad about where people are sticking their willies into. This is where we at now. Like people are dumb and it's just, uh, they're dumb and annoying. And it's like, I don't really like, I don't like being this mean when it comes to this kind of stuff, but it's like, you know, Nobody's ever really making a huge deal about the fact that John Kent is half Kryptonian. Like, he's half Kryptonian. So for all we know, John Kent might not even be a he. John Kent might be a they. John Kent might be an it. Because he, it, they, whatever, is half Kryptonian. Kryptonian ain't even human. So technically speaking, it doesn't even... It shouldn't even be qualified to be labeled as anything by Earth concepts. If anything, you should just be calling it son of super person because that would make more sense. But we don't do that. Why? Because Superman looks like a flying white dude. And that's all it takes. We don't know what goes on. And like, you're going to seriously sit here and tell me that an alien from outside space, you know what I mean? An alien from outside space manages to be a dude who can literally like tap his finger and destroy a mountain is going to somehow be able to reproduce biologically correctly with a human woman from earth i i made an issue about this on my youtube video earlier like like you know my earlier youtube video and i'm just still kind of at awe and confused about it it's just dumb and crazy how this is going and you know, people, it's like people are not asking the right questions. How are they going to introduce Hawkman? Well, how, how does Superman have a kid with a woman from Earth? You know what I mean? Who is Batman? Is Future State canon or not? I mean, Yara Floor is canon, but everybody else is a possible future. I'm, I'm reading 52. I'm cool with that right now. I'm reading 52, uh, so I'm getting a chance to enjoy seeing um i'm getting a chance to sort of enjoy seeing what's his name uh booster gold even though i feel like booster gold kind of needs a little bit more love a little bit like a little bit more appreciation because the whole concept about booster gold is that he's uh you know he's a he's a superhero who can travel through time and the whole thing about that is that like you know he he somehow manages to successfully not screw time up while he somehow manages to successfully not screw up time while also, you know, saving the future? Question mark? I don't know. It's just like, you know, and also his story is, it comes across, like, if anything, Booster Gold is a nice little takeaway from Superman because people be like, oh, Superman's a boy scout. Superman is too good. Okay, fine. We got Booster Gold over here who is basically being good because he knows it's going to get him a lot of money. Do you want that? Do you want a greedy superhero who is just basically Superman with endorsements? Would that make you feel better? It's annoying, man. The morality of like the morality of people who partake in fiction is just annoying as heck too, because of the fact that everybody wants to root for the bad guy. Everybody wants to hate the decent person. Everybody wants to be kind of like this. 
you know, nobody cares about like actual serious issues when it comes to comics because they're smart enough to know that it's fictional, unless of course it's something that deals with a taboo like sexuality or suicide or woke bullcrap as they call it. And being woke, like, you know, it's not being woke anymore. It's not like, it's not really being woke. It's just people are starting to pay attention to stuff that folks have been ignoring for years or making a joke out of, or just being completely ignorant of on purpose. People are starting to realize, hey, maybe these things aren't worth being completely ignorant about. And now everybody, now the, the bullies in my opinion are just starting to get upset because it's like, oh, we can't, we can't mock these people anymore. We can't, we can't be annoying now anymore because it's like, now if we be annoying, somebody's going to get upset about it and it will be legitimate as it always was. It was always a legitimate grievance. Um, it's like, you know, that that's ultimately what happened. I feel like right now in this day and age, you know, being a bully, being obnoxious, being stupid, being annoying, like trying your best to just sort of inconvenience somebody else has now basically become a thing that people just agree is a terrible thing to do. And the people who were used to doing the marginalizing and used to doing the pushing around and used to doing all these terrible things, now that they realize that they're the bad guys, they can't handle it. And they yearn for the days when they weren't considered the bad guys. They just thought that, oh, what I'm doing is what I'm doing is funny. What I'm doing is harmless. What I'm doing is not really that terrible. I mean, and that, that's that's what I'm that's the vibe that I'm getting because every single time we call somebody out for being a jerk, the first thing they go to is, well, you know, there used to be a time where people weren't so sensitive. No, what you're saying is there used to be a time where what you're doing wasn't considered annoying and or awful, and now you're starting to see. That it is annoying and awful. Like the same, you know, like the same people who used to laugh with you are now realizing that what you're doing is stupid, obnoxious, and wrong. And that's not a terrible thing. <sighs> I feel like this is going to probably be a repeat for my YouTube because I'm going to end up saying the same thing on YouTube like later on. And back to my YouTube, I'm really honestly completely surprised at like how how the following is starting to grow a little bit. Like I didn't expect to get any, I didn't expect any, because my whole thing is I don't edit. I don't edit on my YouTube. So it's like people don't, um, I don't expect people to actually watch it because it's like, you know, people go on YouTube to watch things. They don't go to YouTube to listen to somebody talk, or at least I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that goes, but um, it's very um, complicated. So it's like, it's really weird to know that I'm actually like getting a bit of a following, but I'm so used to it being just spammers and trolls and obnoxious people trying to sell you something that like, on one hand, I'm like, you know, on one hand, I'm like, yay, this is happening. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, whatevs, you know, because like I had, I had a YouTube account since I was like 16, I think I had a YouTube account for like over, like over a decade, if not maybe 17 years 16 years i don't know i had that for a while now and i'm just now starting to break past the 100s what else man i don't even care um but it is weird that it's happening especially because i guess because like i'm keeping it active now and i'm starting to get like um 
you know, I'm starting to get active with it now and I'm starting to like do things with it. So I'm guessing that that qualifies for something. It does kind of, you know, activity helps and I am trying to learn how to edit. So it's like trying to get the hang of that, but it's a, it's a complicated thing now. Pink. And the fact is, is that like, at, at like, you know, I remember one time I actually did like try to actively go viral. I used to edit my videos and stuff like that. And I thought they were good. I look back at them and I'll be like, oh, those are actually good videos. But apparently I'm not white. So that's just how that goes. Pawn. And the thing is, is that like, uh, what else? What I mean, I was going on. I was going on a tangent, but that's just because I'm um I'm a little disoriented. Um, one of the roommates had a birthday and we went to the, we went the next town over to go get something to eat. It was a nice little outing. I don't really like going out that often, but it gave me a chance to sort of just you know enjoy myself, be in the presence of people. I be in the presence of people I appreciate. You know, help somebody celebrate their birthday. You know. You know, it was cool. It was nice. You, you know, it got me out of my comfort zone. And my comfort zone is basically sitting in the house. Um, you know, I really do need to, you know, it really did make me kind of think, you know, maybe I should head out a little bit more. But I ain't got no car, so what am I going to do? Walk to the next city? That's, I had to cross it. You had to cross an interstate to get there. Heck on that. But uh, it does. It is kind of an eye opener for me that like I can actually go out, you know, socialize with folk, and my my you know my little you know introvert battery is not even halfway drained. I was like, it feels good to kind of know that I'm capable of doing that. So, so yeah, like if I sound a little groggy or different or whatever, it's just because I ate a you know I ate a nice little bit of food, and. Uh, drunk disgusting alcoholic beverage or whatever i didn't even drink it I, I sipped like a bit of it and it was disgusting so i don't understand how people can just want to do that but that's just me i'll probably talk about that another time but for right now just know that's that's kind of if i sound weird it's because of that um what else is there what else is there what else is there uh I'm still sort of shaken up about the car accident. The car accident happened in like July and I'm still, you know, it's still every single time I uh, see it, every single time I as much as see a car like on a four way now, it still freaks me out because it's like, I could have died. That could have been it. And I would not have done, I would not have actually like done anything or accomplished anything or nothing. It just would have been it for me. So, you know, I think I got PTSD from it, but I'm not sure. But if I, you know, even, you know, if I did, it's not that big of a surprise. It's just car accidents are scary, you know? Um, Let's see, let's move along here. Uh, but yeah, like the, the YouTube channel popping up, that was just like, that's still going to mess with me a little bit because, uh, it was a surprise, you know, it was just basically like surprise. If you keep your channel open, if you keep your channel active, we'll actually show up. And I think it's just because of the fact that I have like two videos that I know for a fact 
have like gotten people's attention. One of them was called I'm tired of being a wage slave. And uh, it's basically me just sort of like congratulating GameStop for kind of, you know, beating the market. <sighs> beating the market at one time. And that's, you know, I was congratulating GameStop, but I'm assuming that because of the title, people were listening and were like going, you know, yeah, I'm tired of being a wage slave too. You should totally like get into crypto which I would never do. Um, oh God, I hope that wasn't, I hope that wasn't loud. Um, but now nah, like, also I don't, cause one of the big reasons why I would never get into crypto is because it feels stupid. Not necessarily stupid. It just feels kind of like it, like one thing I kind of don't like is the idea that like, you know, because it comes across as simple, but then you go into it and it's ridiculously complicated. And the people who are good at it, it sounds like a petty reason, like, you know, vocalizing it. But it's like the people that are good at it were the people that did it since like day one. And it feels like those guys are going to become like the big, the big buck earners. Whereas people who will get into it right now, you know, they would have to like learn what maybe, I don't know, I'm just going out a random number, like a hundred years worth of information in order to be able to understand what these day oneers are already kind of doing. And Bitcoin, in my opinion, is like, I'm not even saying Bitcoin, but I don't, I don't trust crypto because like, it feels like scam money. It feels like one of those, you know, you give me, it feels like one of those, you know, uh, give me $10, I give you a hundred dollars type of deal. And you how you you know you give them ten and you find yourself waiting for that hundred for like months, and it's like I don't know. Part of me just don't really trust that. You know, it's a lot like the stock market. Like one of the things about the stock market that I noticed was that it only gives you money the more you put in. So like you know, if you put ten dollars in, you're gonna probably get like one dollar back if you're lucky, and they'll be like, yeah, well, you know, in order for you to get the big bucks, you got to put the big bucks in. It's like. If I had the big bucks to put in, I wouldn't need to put any big bucks into this, would I? It's just, you know, at the end of the day, it, it just comes across as gambling. And um, and it's like, you know, a bunch of old people, a bunch of like old rich people just gambling with, you know, money that other people have given them. And I don't know, with the stock market feeling like that, it just feels like the um, other stuff. It feels like, you know, anything like that, like crypto or whatever, just feels like that much bigger because the money is not tangible. It's not there. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess around with crypto either. <sighs> I'm being bong between subjects right now, but it does feel good to be able to just sort of like ramble because last week I was tired. I was really, really tired. Um you know, a little bit of break. A little break goes a long way, man. You know, it was a you know good feeling to just sort of like get on and just say the stuff that I'm saying. You know, like looking back now, I think that I have an idea for my um. I have an idea for what I'm going to talk about tomorrow because I just finished the practice yesterday and I do I did want to talk about that. I finished the practice and I think I finished something else. Uh, man, I forgot, but I know I finished the practice and 
it made me realize how much I really didn't like 90s writing. Like, the thing about The Practice is that like I didn't watch it because I was a fan of the show. I watched it because um, I watched it because I was like I'm on a law show kick, as I mentioned before. I'm on like a law show kick and I kind of wanted to see, you know, like every it seemed like every show. It seems like every show kind of gives you a different perspective of the same situation, in this case, law. So as like, you know, Law and Order SVU, you know, provides me with the detectives and their information and, you know, what they have to do. And like, like if a crime is being committed, Law and Order SVU gives you the perspective from the detective's point of view. Whereas, you know, the practice gives you, like if a crime is being permitted, the practice gives you a perspective from the lawyer's point of view. And uh, I think crime scene investigation, you know, if you, you know, if you're watching that, then that's giving, if a crime is being committed, then they give you that from the forensics point of view. It just feels like, you know, you know, same situation, different viewpoints. And like, so it's like, if I watch a show about law, then I have an idea what the lawyers had to do and what the detectives had to do. And I honestly feel like learning things, it would be so much cooler if that was the expectation of it. Like, you know, it gives you just this vague scenario and just sort of opens it up from every perspective involved. And that to me just sounds, I mean, that to me just seems like a cooler idea. Um, what else is there? And like, right, it's kind of like that for, and if you hear talking in the background or not by myself, um, the other, you know, like I, I have roommates and they don't go away. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a lot, there's a lot of that going on. I think that, but yeah, like, you know, so I have, but watching the practice, you know, like I said, from an educational standpoint of kind of what kind of given the sort of idea, what lawyers go through, like the whole thing about like, I feel like there's at least a little bit of truth in fiction, just a smidge. And if there's a little bit of truth in fiction, then the practice basically gave me at least a 0.01% idea of what lawyers deal with when they're doing what they need to do. I probably might watch Ally McBeal one day, but you know, it's a show about lawyers, so whatevs. But like I was watching it and it's like, aside from the educational stuff, you can tell, you, you can tell it was written by a rich guy who basically, you know, who basically sort of got the full benefit of living in the nineties because like there's a moment in there where I'll probably talk about that on YouTube later, but um, it's just like, like now I'm, I want to do the same thing. I kind of want to binge watch shows dedicated to like the financial industry because like, you know, the stock market, for example, I feel like, you know, there should be a show dedicated to like the stock market, the federal reserve, um the national treasury stuff like that it's basically shows about money and a friend of mine recommended billions but i just i hope that that's not the only one so it's like you know because like now i have an idea what because now i have an idea what sort of goes on in law like i know what i i kind of have i know what to sort of expect if I like if I watch an episode of Law and Order right now and they do like a trial episode, I know what a closing is. I know what a close is. I know what ex parte is. 
I know what chamber, I know what um, it means when a judge says chambers. You know, I know what it's like when they say, I know what it means when they say sidebar and things like that. I know I have an idea about some legal stuff. So it's like, I kind of want to do that for the financial world now. So that way, the further or deeper I get into financial stuff, I could be able to say, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm also going to try to do a little bit more reading. Like now that I, now that I got the time, I can like, you know, sort of divulge and, you know, I used to like go on a, a website called Out, not Outlook, Overdrive. And I used to like just get a book and try to binge it in a matter of days or whatever, just so I could like learn something. And I didn't have the, I didn't really find the time to do that anymore, but you know, I found the time now. So there's that. You probably be asking yourself, why does he keep saying he found the time? Because I finally found the time and I'm really appreciative of it. I mean, imagine like going a long time without having time to do things that you wanted to find the time to do. And now you found the time to do them. And now you have the time. It feels like a flex a little bit, you know, to go from having no time to having some free time. It's a beautiful thing. But that's my half hour. I'm going to go ahead and uh, call it a night. Um, the day is about to be over in 20 minutes. Uh, I don't really know what else to go on. But, um, you know, love, peace, and safety to all of you. And I seriously hope that, like, you know, whoever's listening right now, I apologize for the last one. Hopefully this one was a little bit better. Um, enjoy yourself.